Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I am a confidence coach that empowers women to love themselves by breaking down body image issues so they can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. Welcome to this week's episode. I want to ask you a question. Are you shooting all over yourself? <laughs> Let me say it again. Are you shooting all over yourself? Now, what in the world, Amy, are you talking about? Well, I'm going to break it down and we're going to go all into what it means when you're doing all of the shoulds that leave you shooting all over yourself. So, um, let me just, so a lot of times how this looks, um, when we talk about shooting all over ourselves as it relates to weight and body image, do you ever find yourself saying things like, I should lose 10 pounds. I should get the salad, even though I really want the chicken tenders. Um, I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating a piece of cake. Or if someone compliments you in any way, even if it has nothing to do with how your body looks, your statement is, well, I should be on a diet. I should be losing weight. You know, they could tell you you have amazing earrings on and you and your mind are out loud or saying, yeah, but I really need to lose weight or I should be on a diet. So shooting all over yourselves is constantly having these excuses and saying, I should dot, 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 right? I should really lose 10 more pounds. I should... Um, not be eating this, or I should order a salad. So the the thing about the shoulding is, is it coming from a place where you actually want to do the thing that you're saying you should be doing, or are you saying things because you think that's the answer that society or other people think that you should say, Right. So that's what I want you to start questioning as you're, as these things are coming out of your mouth or these thoughts are popping into your head and you're saying, I should blank. I want you to start questioning these things. And, and are you just saying this because it's become, you know, standard routine? It's just become the thing that you do. Or are you saying it because you actually mean it? So I'm going to go through a couple of ways that I want you to start interrupting that pattern, how I want you to start questioning what you're doing. And we'll just dive on into that. So before we do that, I wanted to share with you um, a little story of, of how this affected me at one point in my life. So I can remember this day, clear as a bell. Um, I had just gotten back from a business trip. My husband had picked me up from the airport. It was a beautiful day. It was not hot. It was not cold. It was that perfect weather to where, and I don't know why I can remember all of these details. And this was like so many years ago. I had leggings on with a long tunic. It was short sleeve, but it was kind of like sweater material and it didn't feel hot. So if you can imagine sitting on the beach wearing all black leggings (laughs) and not feeling hot, it was just one of those like gorgeous, gorgeous days where like the wind was blowing. We were watching the, we went to the beach and sat down and we were watching the ocean and watching the waves and it was just beautiful. And, you know, we were just talking and catching up on everything that had happened since I'd been gone and what happened on my business trip. And it was in that moment where I thought to myself, oh my God, I feel so good right now. 
I feel so comfortable and confident in my skin. And then this brain, this thing in my brain immediately attacked my good thoughts and was like, um, who do you think you are? Because you're still overweight. You're still not at your goal weight. So technically you're not allowed to feel this way. How in the hell can you feel comfortable in your skin in that body? Like, you know, that's like, so those thoughts automatically took over and I thought, well, I should feel like shit because I'm not at my goal weight, right? So that was the thought process. I shouldn't feel like this because I am not quote unquote at a, you know, goal, perfect weight, whatever you want to call that. Um, and I thought, what if I, and I remember having this thought, I remember thinking, what if I could just be happy and comfortable in my own skin at this size. Do I really have to keep losing weight? And those thoughts kind of played in my mind where it was one of the times, and this was um, kind of when I had first started to venture down the road of the Irresistible You journey and, and coming into like learning about what all this was going to mean. So it, I had that moment thinking like, wow, like, I actually just feel really good and comfortable in my own skin. And in that time frame in my life prior to that, that wasn't something that happened really ever, right? And so I started shooting all over myself. Well, I should be on a diet. Well, I should still lose weight or I should, I shouldn't feel like this because I'm not quote unquote thin, right? So that's what I mean by shooting all over yourself. So how many times in your life, honestly, like how many times a day, are you shooting all over yourself the moment you have a happy feeling, right? And it's the same thing, like the story I've shared with you guys before of like looking in the mirror and being like, yes, girl, like I am feeling myself. I look good today. And then going downstairs and getting on the scale and oh my God, it's up by a pound or two. And then all of a sudden I shouldn't feel so good. You have no right to feel good in your own skin, right? So I start shooting all over myself. And shooting all over ourselves is how we we stop ourselves from actually being in the moment. It's how we stop ourselves from feeling confident and feeling good in our own skin. So yes, you can be on a weight loss journey. Yes, you can be actively losing weight. But that doesn't mean that you have to feel miserable in this time that you're losing the weight, right? It doesn't mean that you have to put the happiness on hold, the confidence on hold, the good feelings on hold. It doesn't mean you have to put it on hold to wear cute, stylish clothes that make you feel fierce, right? We don't need to put any of those things on hold. Whether we're on this weight loss journey or not, it doesn't matter, right? But when you're shooting all over yourself, you are stopping yourself from really feeling and being in the moment. So I wanted to talk to you about that because I think this is really important and I think it's something that stops us to where we feel like the weight loss journey has to be miserable. We feel like in order to have a happy life, it means we have to lose weight in the first place, which that's the first thing you're getting wrong. And if we are losing weight because we probably need to for health reasons or because we're uncomfortable in our own skin, whatever the reason is, we think that the process has to be like really, really, really miserable. And if we're not miserable while we're doing the weight loss journey, then we're doing something wrong. 
Because how dare we feel happy? How dare we feel good in this body that is not deemed ideal by society standards or by your doctor's BMI chart or whatever the hell gauge is being used for you to look at your body size? So we think that, you know, if we're on our weight loss journey and we have these moments of happiness, of confidence, of just feeling like awesome, something's wrong. I'm doing something wrong. That's the thing that comes up. So then the shoulds come over and it's like, oh, I, I should be eating the salad right now. I shouldn't be eating this piece of pizza. I shouldn't be doing this. I should be doing that instead. And those thoughts, they take your confidence and they take your little happy bubble and they crush it into a million pieces, right? And if that's how you're going to do the weight loss journey, if that's how you're going to do this, you're going to keep self-sabotaging and setting yourself up to fail. Because as long as you are miserable doing this thing, why would you want to keep doing it, right? That's why we start over on Monday and we self-sabotage by Thursday. And then we say to ourselves that we just can't do it. Maybe it's because you're making this miserable. Maybe it's because... The moment you have a glimpse of happiness before, oh my God, before you get to your goal weight, you set yourself up to fail because you think I shouldn't be feeling this way, right? So this is, this is huge guys. So I want you to really hear all this. I want you to think about if you're shooting all over yourself, um, you know, and another way that it looks like is that I'm supposed to always be on a diet of some sort. I should always be on a diet. So if I eat anything that's quote unquote not diety, then I'm doing it wrong. And I'm I'm bound to fail and be the same fat ass that I've always been. Those are the thoughts, right? Those are the thoughts that I had for so many years. This is why for me, I constantly saw myself as this failure who can't stick to anything. Because life happens, right? So I would say, oh, I'm being good Monday through Friday, and then Saturday comes, and there's an event or a party or what have you, and oh, I just went off the rails, so why why go back to it now? Like, you have to realize that life is life, and you're going to have celebrations, and you're going to have other times where, you know, life is more um, monotonous day-to-day, doing the day-to-day stuff. And if we keep saying that we should do this and we should do that, we're not focusing on what we're actually doing. So I want to talk about a couple of different ways that I want you to start interrupting and questioning this behavior when you start to notice it coming up. Because the thing is, when we're in this mode of hating our body, always trying to lose weight, always on the yo-yo diet, body hate, shame cycle, we haven't questioned it. We haven't had the, the moment to awaken and say, wow, why am I doing this? Like, I don't have to do it this way, right? We're just doing it because that's what we've been conditioned to do, and that's how we've always done it. So we just constantly think that we are the problem, that we are the reason why we keep failing when we're actually not failing at all. So the first thing that I want you to do when you start to notice that you are – shooting all over yourself. (laughs) No other way to really say that. Um, The first thing that we have to do that you have to do is you have to interrupt the pattern. 
And that's what I'm talking about. So if this is something that you've just always done and you didn't realize you were doing it, today is your wake-up call because I'm bringing this to the surface and saying, hey, are you shutting all over yourself? And you're like, what the hell does that mean? Now you're going to start thinking about it. And when you start to realize that those words are actually coming out of your mouth, that those thoughts are popping up in your head, that's the moment I want you to stop and I want you to interrupt the pattern. And what I mean by interrupt the pattern is don't just do it because this is the thing that you've always done and you're not questioning it. Now you're questioning Wow, why am I saying this? Why am I saying I should be ordering a salad? Is it because I really want the salad? Or is it because I think that that's what I should get because there's other people around? Or am I going? Am I thinking I should get the salad because I think that I have to eat things that I don't love in order to lose weight? So you have to start questioning why you're saying the should or the shouldn't. Why are you saying that to yourself or out loud? And are you saying it because you truly believe it? Or are you saying it because it's something that's been constructed by society that you think you should get a salad? Or you think you shouldn't wear stripes because you're 200 pounds? Or you think you shouldn't go to the hair salon and get pampered because you're you're not at your goal weight. So I want you to start questioning. And by questioning, you're interrupting the pattern because you're stopping, you're thinking, and you're analyzing. Because what's happened up until now is you're just zombie walking through life. And you're not questioning anything. So number one, interrupt the pattern and question why you're shooting on yourself. And I want you to start digging deep. And the best way to do this, and you may not be able to do it when you're out and about, I get it, or you're around other people, but write the stuff down. Writing things down to like dig deeper into your brain is one of the most powerful tools and the most simple tools that we have, okay? Now, number two is I want you to redefine what beauty what irresistible, what all of that means to you. Not what you think it should mean, but what you think it means to you. Because that is also part of the problem, is we have been conditioned to believe that there's only one standard of beauty, right? And as much as we don't want to admit, the media has played a part in this because it subconsciously lays down in your brain. It subconsciously starts to tell you that you're not good enough because there's nobody that looks like you on TV, in the magazines, in the commercials, right? And then that coupled and topped with all of the diet culture stuff that goes on. Lose all your weight in six weeks. Get your post-body, your uh, post-baby body back in less than a month. And all this bullshit stuff that we see at the checkout lines and on TV, it all piles and piles and piles up to where the definition of beauty that we have for ourselves, we will never fit that definition. And what I mean by that, I don't mean that you will never be irresistible or beautiful because you are, you just don't realize it yet. But what I mean by that is we can't compare apples to oranges. And so for me, growing up as a teenager in the 90s and having MTV and Seventeen Magazine as like the holy grail of fashion and style, I, as a short, curvy, curly-haired girl, 
never saw myself in any of those things. And then I had all these friends that were super skinny, super thin, you know, shopped in the 579. If everybody remembers that store, which, oh my God, such bullshit. Um, you start thinking, I'm just this fat cow that is disgusting and I don't fit in anywhere. And when you only have those things that you're seeing everywhere, you really start to believe it's true. And what I'm saying is I was comparing apples to oranges because at the time, that style of model, the, the supermodel era, if you guys remember that, and they had this term which is absurd called heroin chic. So they literally had supermodels that they wanted to be so skinny that they looked like they were on heroin. I, I can't even like I literally can't even and everybody had this like super bone straight hair y'all I can't get bone straight hair if my life depends on it right like I've had keratin treatments I like my hair is curly it's going to be curly and even when I straighten it it's got body and wave to it I can't stop that right I was comparing my body to women who are six feet tall and thin, and I will never, I don't care how much weight I lose, I will never be boxy and thin. And at the time, I didn't like or I didn't appreciate having curves, being an hourglass shape. I thought it, you know, I just, I was too much, like it was too much, too voluptuous, too much. I love my shape now. I embrace it. I love it. I don't want anything else, right? But I was comparing apples to oranges. Because, and that's going to put you in this tailspin of insanity because no, if you are comparing yourself to someone that you're never going to look like, you're going to drive yourself crazy because no matter what you do, you're not going to have that result. So what you have to do and that's a big reason you're shooting all over yourself is because you're comparing yourself to somebody else's definition of beauty, to somebody else's definition of what it means to be irresistible. So what I want you to do is you have to redefine what beauty is. What does it mean to you? And, and turn your blinders off to everything else because it doesn't matter. The only person's opinion that matters is yours. So redefine what that means to be beautiful, to be irresistible, and stop worrying about all of these other messages and things that you've been hearing out here, okay? So that's number two. Number three, and if you are someone who's always online, and most of us are, I like I know I'm overly online because this is what I do for a living, but most of us, um, even if you don't work in an online format the way I do, you're on social media, you're on Instagram, Facebook, the websites, you're looking at all the stuff, right? Because it's our, it's the biggest way we're consuming media nowadays. And that's amazing because on one hand, like it was in the 90s, early 2000s and, and before, we were spoon-fed what the media wanted us to see, right? We only had certain magazines we could get. We only had certain TV channels. We only could watch the things that the media was producing because they were in control. And now we are actually more in control. We have online influencers. We have social media uh, personalities. We have all of these different mediums now with people that look real. I mean, you can use me as an example, a real life everyday person that you would never see on a TV show, would never get casted to be on a, a, a magazine, 
but I'm a real person. And you're going to relate more to people that you can see yourself in. You're going to relate more to people that maybe look like you in some way or have a similar lifestyle to you. And so on one hand, we have this amazing thing where now we can control what we consume. We don't have to sit there and watch the five main channels only. We have, I mean, if you have cable, you've got hundreds of channels, but then you have streaming, you have Netflix, you have Hulu, you have Amazon Prime, you have YouTube, you have all of these different ways to control what you watch. And then you also have all these other things, even in the magazines and things like that, we're getting more body diversity and all of this, but there's a dark side to all of it. And the dark side of it all is that the comparison syndrome kicks in, right? And so what I want you to do in step number three is I want you to do a digital detox. If you are scrolling through your Instagram and you are seeing images that make you feel like shit, if you're seeing images that make you start shooting all over yourself, you need to say, why is this happening? Where are these feelings coming from? And maybe I need to unfollow that person for right now. There's nothing wrong with that. So I want you to go through, if, if this is something that really affects you, you need to surround yourself with things that make you feel good, not things that are going to make you compare, not things that are going to make you shit all over yourself. I want you to look at things that are positive, that are aspirational. And everything else, if it's making you feel bad, if it's making you feel like shit, you need to unfollow. You just need to, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. So I want you to do a digital detox. And that digital detox might even flow over into like in real life, right? Like are there certain people that you know you just can't be around? Are there certain situations that you can't be around? If you're going out to dinner with a bunch of uh, food conscious, diety, quote unquote skinny people that are always obsessed with weight, they're always questioning food choices, don't go out to eat with those people. Been there, done that. Don't go out to eat with those people. You know, if you're hanging around the little thin girls who are constantly saying how fat they are in front of you, like, do they even have a concept of what that's like? Like, you, like, bro, you weigh 120 pounds and you're over here talking about, am I fat in front of me who's actually fat and struggles with weight? Do they even understand how rude and disgusting that is to say? So you see what I'm saying? Like, you've got to get away from people like that. You just have to. And maybe you can't technically get away, get away, but you got to cut ties and you got to stop putting yourself in these situations to where it's going to make you feel bad about yourself. You will get to a point, trust me, especially if you come with me and you do my program, you will get to the point where you can stand up to those people and say, you know, those comments you're saying, they're not okay. And maybe they don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're just being passive aggressive. And it's a way to put you down without actually directly putting you down. But that's what I'm saying. If you're going out with the skinny minis who are, you know, counting calories as they're ordering their food and they're criticizing everybody for what they get, don't go out to eat with those people, right? It's toxic. It's toxic. And the thin people saying they're fat or, hey, girl, do I look fat in this? You just want to strangle them. You just want to strangle them. Like, what are you talking about? And if you think you're fat, what the fuck do you think about me? 
And then you, if you say, oh, I just feel so fat. No, you're so pretty. It's like, bitch, I didn't question if I was pretty or not, <laughs> right? So, like, we got to cut those people out of our life. That's all I'm saying about that. Done. Um, so really those are the top three things is I want you to interrupt the pattern, question the behavior, question where it's coming from. Then we're going to redefine beauty. We're going to redefine what irresistible means to us, to you specifically. And I want you to do a digital detox and perhaps an in, in IRL in real life detox as well. Okay, because we have to be in control of our situation, of our environment. And there's some things in our life that we're not going to be able to control. But there's other things in our thoughts and our feelings and the things that we're saying to ourselves is one of the things that we get to control. But the only way you start to do that is when you stop and you get quiet and you actually question, why am I saying this? right? Why, why am I thinking this? What if I am just happy the way I am? Oh my God, revelation, right? So I want you to start implementing these things. I want you to tell me how it's going or what you're struggling with. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram at any time. You could shoot me a DM. Let me know what's going on with that. And if you're really ready to like take this to the next level, and dig deeper, what I would love for you to do is I'm going to put a couple of links in the show notes with some options. I want you to schedule a one-on-one call with me where we can kind of talk about like what's going on with you, how I can possibly help you. And then I also have another option to where you can join one of my masterclasses where we'll dig deeper into all of this as well. So I'm going to leave those links in the show notes there, but let me know how it's going. Um, And if you if you could, this would be amazing. But if you can leave a rating and review on iTunes, that really helps me. And it helps other women to find the Irresistible You podcast. So it's a small gesture. It only takes a couple of seconds, maybe a minute. Um, but it's something that goes a long way and really, really helps me. And it helps the community as well. So I hope this was helpful. I hope you're going to stop shooting all over yourself. Girl, we don't have time for it. Let's just get back in the groove. Let's start feeling irresistible. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about that. So Thank you so much for listening. I will catch you in the next one. And until then, stay irresistible.